Hello, and welcome. I'm glad you've decided to join me for this edition of Faith to Live By. Each week, I seek to help us discern the present times from a heavenly perspective so we can gain God's wisdom and strategies for us to incorporate into our daily lives in order that we can see His kingdom will done on earth as it is in heaven. And certainly, we all want to experience the victory Christ died to give us. Yet clearly, we are not experiencing the victory of Christ in these present times. We've lived through nearly two years of utter madness governing the nations of the world. We've suffered loss of health, loss of lives, loss of freedoms, loss of finances, and much more on a worldwide scale. We've endured medical tyranny, governmental tyranny, social and media censorship tyranny, and more. Even so, we must understand, nothing has taken God by surprise. He is not scrambling to come up with a plan B. His plan A is always operating and will always prevail. And whether you realize it or not, you and I and each committed Christian, each and every one of us, is God's plan A. I believe God has taken these past two years to abruptly wake his people up to the extent of corruption and bondage we've been increasingly living under all around the world. If we want to realize the victory Christ died to give us, then we must be willing to become engaged with God's plan for the present battles. Many of us are tired and nearly worn out, and I understand this. Many, including Christians, have succumbed to fear of man instead of proper fear of God, and I believe we are in the final stages of God waking people up before he administers his justice. God parting the Red Sea to provide his people a way of escape was an epic intervention on behalf of his people. Parting the waters was God's role. However, in response, God's people had to be courageous enough to walk through the separated waters. That was the people's role. God's plan A has always been for his people to be willingly obedient, trusting him for the provisions and protections needed. Knowing many people are still living in fear of government instead of fear of God, this podcast will concentrate on fortifying your faith with the certain promises from God. I've planned this program to bring you key prophetic words from proven prophets that we can receive a rhema word, a spoken word from God, specific to these very days. We have the promise of God's word that faith comes by hearing the word of God, Romans 10:17. So I want you to let this podcast be a source of feeding your faith to the point of overflow. If you have been growing weary and fretful, and if you just need a solid word of encouragement, and if you have friends and family who need the same, make a point of listening to this podcast and sharing with others so they can be encouraged too. I have researched and gathered together a collection of prophecies given by well-respected men and women of God. I have prayerfully studied them and sought the Lord to show me the key elements to bring to you for this very specific and urgent time in history. I have said we're living in both great and terrible times, great for those who are aligned with God and terrible for those who are not. And if listening to this program causes you concern that you are not in right standing with God, I ask you especially to keep listening. It's no accident that you're hearing this podcast. God loves you with an unconditional love. And let that sink in. There is nothing you have done or could ever do that would separate you from God's love. Each of us can, however, make choices that are contrary to God's revealed instructions for living. God's instructions for living are ever and only for our good, and when we honor God by living them out, He actually provides for us, protects us, and empowers us to be the standard of righteousness that restrains evil. 
The theme for this podcast is for us to understand God's love is unconditional, but His promises aren't. Let me repeat that. God's love is unconditional, but His promises aren't. There's nothing we can do to earn or lose God's love. However, the blessings and curses of all God's promises are experienced according to our personal choices, according to our response to His promises. To help you get the most out of this podcast, here's what I want you to do. Humbly position yourself before the Lord to receive all He has for you today by listening with intent. Next, I want you to courageously listen to what the Lord reveals to you. Even if He speaks correction, it will always be from love, never condemnation. Then, I want you to get a 3 by 5 card or your prayer journal or whatever works best for you. And I want you to write out your commitment to God, precisely expressing what you will do in obedience to Him beginning this very day and continuing in the months of November, December, and January. I believe these will be three critical months in what God has planned for us on earth. If you want my prayer guide for these specific months, send me an email. My address is faithtoliveby at pamelachristianministries.com. We're living at a time many, myself included, are calling the Great Awakening, and I'm pleased to be a small part of the Clay Clark's Reawaken America campaign tour through articles and promotions. Last week, I shared about the docuseries that Joy and Matt Thayer were producing. As of this date, however, it's released. The film is an epic four-part journey that chronicles the story of Reawaken America tour fighting against medical tyranny, election fraud, religious fraud, and the Great Reset. I encourage you to get a copy of the series, and if you use the promo code FTLB, which stands for Faith to Live By, at checkout, you'll get 10% discount and a chance to win two VIP tickets at a future Reawaken America tour stop. These tickets include the opportunity to meet General Flynn and other speakers valued at $1,000. So the link is in the show notes. Several prophetic words about these upcoming months where God emphatically is telling his people to wake up have captured my attention. One in particular was from Joellen Stevens, whose prophetic word was posted on Elijah List. Joellen Stevens is a prophetic speaker, author, and worship leader and intercessor from Cornersville, Indiana. She has ministered with her husband for 23 years, pastoring, teaching, and leading prophetic worship. I interviewed her about the word she posted titled, God says, do not fear, my kingdom is coming. Here's my interview with Joellen Stevens. So I am so delighted to have Joellen Stevens on my podcast today. I learned about her through Elijah List. She had posted a prophetic word from the Lord, and that was very recently, and I wanted her to come on the program. And so, Joellen, thank you so much for being here. Let my audience know a little bit about you, please. Well, I'm from Indiana, Connorsville, Indiana. I've been a pastor's wife. I've taught Bible studies. I have done many things. I've worn many, many hats, I guess, in my life. And I just started writing my prophetic words on, actually, on uh, Facebook. and. The Elijah List got a hold of me, and I started sending them words about seven years ago or something. And I've been doing that, and on Spirit Fuel and different different uh, venues. And I also travel and minister. Mm-hmm. And uh, my husband is a musician and a, a minister also, and so he a lot of times goes with me and does the music, that kind of thing. So prophecy, as far as prophecy is concerned, I've been prophetic as long as I can remember being saved. You know, so. All right, and I know that Elijah List and some of these other places where your words are posted, they do a careful vetting. 
They don't let just anybody post. And so, again, when I went there and saw your word and was able to read it, I knew in my spirit that this was a word from the Lord that more people needed to hear. So I would like you, if you could now, share that word that was posted with its titles and with all the emotion that you felt at the time you were getting the word, please. Wow. You know, I was just telling my husband, I said, you know, when God gives me these words, sometimes I feel the emotion. I feel his heart. And I said, sometimes I write them as fast as I can write them. And then it just seems like I can forget about it the next day. And and I have to go back over it and back over it to hear what the Lord was actually saying. So it was as if I heard, I heard the cry. It was like a deep, I called it a guttural cry coming out of the people of God. It was for freedom. And it was just, you know, it was in me. I, I just felt it coming out of me. And this cry was deep within the patriots of the United States of America. And it was coming out of the church. And by that, I mean, it was coming out of those that are patriots. And I believe many are Christians and some are not even Christians, possibly. But I heard this cry out for freedom and they were crying out, let us breathe, crying out, let us choose and crying out for freedom to move in their God-given gifts. I saw a sort of governing taking place that was caused by programming from those who sit in the White House and in the left-leaning states of America. What I saw was, this is the very first thing I saw, it was like they had programmed the people, and now they were just reacting out of fear instead of by what the Lord was saying for them to do. So they were reacting out of this fear, subconsciously even. I mean, they were starting to self-govern themselves through this fear instead of allowing God to be God in their life, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. I even saw not just coming from the government, but coming from religious leaders. They were causing people to act out of fear, and they weren't up being allowed to do what God had called them to do, you know, be creative. And the Lord showed me, he said, you know, socialism keeps people from moving in their God-given creativity. It literally does. I was seeing the whole COVID thing has began to cause people to be governed by fear. And he said, therefore, fear has become their God. They have caused my people to retreat from moving into their heavenly creativity. And my people do not even realize they have been trained to restrain themselves like a dog on a chain that has been freed by its owner, but yet still stands in that place of the chains. That's what I saw in the spirit was happening to God's people. It was like, you know, even though Christ had freed them, they weren't free because they were so used to being governed by this fear. The Lord said, but I say to you, the government shall not be as God to my people, for I have come to set them free to be who I have created them to be. And he said, this is not going to happen. This is going to stop. They have put my people in bondage and they shall pay a price for doing this to my people. Hmm. They just should not be doing that to God's people. Mm -hmm. And uh, because my word says that you shall reap what you sow and they have not repented, even though I gave them space to do so. The Lord said he has given those in Washington, D.C., those in the government space. He's already given them space. Right now, he said, I'm calling forth the brave ones. I'm calling forth an army like unto Gideon's 300. 
I will say this. I had a, I guess it was a dream. It's been about two months ago or three. And in that dream, as a prophetic person, I don't know sometimes if I had just had a vision or a dream. In the dream, I guess I woke up and saw one of the founders of the Constitution standing in front of me. <laughs> and it startled me so much that I, in this vision or encounter, I guess you call it, and the Lord told me to look up the founders. And the one that I thought I saw in this dream was John Adams, who was the second president of the United States. But what I do know about that is it was as if he was communicating to me, wake up. The church has to wake up right now because you're in a time right now that is unlike any other time in the United States of America. And he was saying, you need to wake up. We're not in a day when we can just sit back and be like we used to be in the church, especially in the church. We have to take action. We have to pray more than we ever prayed. We have to do more than we've ever done. We're in a time like unto their time when things are changing in America, and it's up to the church right now. I mean, we are the governing body in the in the United States of America. To be honest with you, we are the governing body. Mm -hmm. We are the ecclesia. We make the difference. We're the salt. We're the light. We have to wake up. So, Joellen, as you got this word, and as it was posted on the Elijah list, there was actually a warning to church leadership. Can you express that a little bit more about that? There are a lot of churches that are going along with the government mandates and the things that I say the enemy. It's the enemy. of yeah. our, You know, it's the enemy of the church, really. And they're going along with it for money's sake. And, you know, when I think about the scriptures about the Antichrist and all of that, they're not going to be able to buy or sell or do anything without the mark, whatever the mark is. And a lot of people are giving up their freedoms right now in the church. This stuff is not of God. It is totally of the enemy. I agree. And uh, I have actually said many times on my program that I have believed, spiritually speaking, prophetically speaking, that this has been a foreshadow for God's people, a test of sorts, to have us yes. know where we are lacking. Because if we succumb to fear, then clearly our faith is not intact. And so I think this is the mercy of God to give a foreshadow, a forerunning, to show us where we need to come up. Mm -hmm. And uh, I agree with you that this has not been a political issue. This has not been a governmental issue other than the government of God versus the enemy. And this is worldwide. This is not just in America. So we have to, as you say, wake up and realize that this is much bigger than just a localized problem. And God is at the forefront of every bit of this. I have every reason prophetically to believe that he is about to move his swift hand of justice. And there's going to be a lot of people shocked. Absolutely. Absolutely. In complete shock to see people who are different than what they thought and how God will reveal the corruption and the evil and God will deal with it on behalf of his people. So I know that that's in your heart and I know that that's part of why the Lord gave you that word. I'm going to make the word available to my listeners as well in its entire print form. But in wrapping up the sense, the urgency, because in that word, it was now, the gig is up. It's now. It's now. It's not, yeah. It's now. So speak to that so that my listeners will have a better understanding that this is exceedingly pressing and God is about to act. We've got to get this through our hearts and our minds that we are not living in normal times. The Lord gave me a word a while back. This was way before COVID that there was going to be a reset. 
and the enemy has tried to take that reset and make it his own. There has been a reset, and he said it's going to be like this before this event, and now it's like this. Night and day difference. But I don't think people have woken up to that fact yet. Some people have. Also, a while back, he gave me this word about Trump. He said, he gave me the scripture in Isaiah where it says, I saw the Lord. He was high and lifted up and his train filled the temple. But it says, in the year King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord. And when he said that, I heard it in my spirit. I heard his heart in my spirit. And I thought at the time Trump was in office then, and I thought he was going to die. And so I began to cry. I said, Trump's not going to die. And he said, no, but he said, I'm going to remove him from Washington, D.C. so that he can be out from under that evil place is what he said, because I have greater things for him to do for a while. I believe that's what he's doing right now. And he said, and so that I can uncover some more things. He said, the world's going to have to see this evil. The world's going to have to see it. And so he said, I can't put him back in until I uncover some of this stuff and people begin to realize what's going on. And so he's still uncovering that. We've got to pray more than we've ever prayed right now for him. We've got to pray for the church. We've got to pray for the church to awaken and know that we're in a time like with the founders. It's that time. I don't know how else to speak to that. We've just got to wake up. And God's been visiting us and showing us and showing the prophets. And we need to hear what the prophets are saying right now also. And I'm not doing that for a plug for me because I don't hardly like to be seen too much. (laughs) But I'm just saying we need to hear what the prophets are saying and then go forth with that, with the word of the Lord and stand on it and quit being afraid. We've got to know that God is on our side right now. He is on our side and he's for us and he has a plan for America. He's not done with America yet. And uh, let the people hear because we're going to be held accountable if we don't say what God's saying about America right now. And that's part of what this podcast is all about is to help people hear from the prophetic, hear from God, use discernment, understand the times in which we're living and act according to God's instructions, not according to fear. But take our place in God's plan as a partner with him to see his will done on earth as it is in heaven. So thank you once again, Joelle, for being part of this program. Thank you for having me. Bless you. I have Joellen's permission to provide the entire word she posted, which you'll want to read. So you'll find a link in the show notes. By hearing Joellen, you can sense the Lord's urgent warning for his people to get right with him before he intervenes. There's a strong warning for pastors and Christian leaders to make certain they are in right standing with God, and he's made clear that he's given fair warning. God's intervention and administration of justice will start with the church, according to 1 Peter 4.17, and the leaders on each of the seven mountains of society will then be judged. In case you don't know, the seven mountains are religion, family, business, government, arts-slash-entertainment, education, and media. It's my considered opinion God has been speaking to each and every one of us, calling us to one or more of these mountains to become personally engaged in partnership with Him to rectify matters, restore law and order, restore health and freedoms and rights and righteousness. As American Christians, we have wrongly come to think that our role in the culture is simply to cast our ballots, 
and then leave all the governing and details up to those we elected. Well, that's not how a republic is supposed to work. It's a government for and by the people, meaning we are to oversee the representation from our elected officials. This includes city and county governments, school boards, state government, and the federal government. And as General Michael Flynn says, if we are more effective in the lower levels of government, the higher levels will follow suit. To all Christians who would rather remain passive observers and not get engaged in the real and present battle, please hear me on this. I believe God has been calling us to rise up for righteousness, to decree and declare the will and the word of God over all the evil in the world. We are at a critical time when God is speaking to each and every one of us. As the Bible says, we are of one spirit, we are one body, and we need each part to do its work. Read 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 12 through 27, and listen to hear what the Holy Spirit says to you. As a refresher, let me remind you that the United States Declaration of Independence was established after brave men and women fought, even giving their lives to escape governmental and religious tyranny from Great Britain. And they put safeguards in the Declaration of Independence to direct future generations who may experience tyranny. It reads, quote, We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their Creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, that to serve these rights, governments are instituted among men deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed, that whenever any form of government becomes destructive to these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it and to institute new government laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such form as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. End quote. Do you hear what they wrote? Ours is a government formed by the people, and any time the government of those we have elected to represent us becomes destructive and denies us our God-given rights, it is the right of the people to alter or abolish the government and to institute new government that seems most likely to affect our safety and happiness. It has been my deep conviction since early January 2020, God is causing people all over the world to wake up to the tyranny and oppression and control the enemy of God has perpetrated against us through people and means we never imagined. God is waking us up to evil and demonstrating by contrast his goodness. God is also waking us up to our own responsibilities in his plan for us to live free from oppression and consistent with God-given rights. November 4th, Amanda Grace published a powerful prophetic word. In part, God said, quote, Stay the course with me, the Lord, and push forth. Be still when I instruct you to be still, and stand when I tell you to stand. Fight when I, the Lord, tell you to pursue. Listen for my voice. Do not let the chaos or fear consume you, for you are my children in this world, but you are not of it. People will hate you because they hated my son, for wickedness hates what is truly of God, and you are a chosen generation, chosen for this moment in your nation's history chosen for this point in time in the world to carry out the will of your Father in heaven, knowing you shall be further equipped in the coming days and go deeper with me than you have ever been. You shall see more than you have ever seen, 
both in spirit and in the natural, you shall have a turning in your spirits as your sensitivity to my voice and instruction is sharpened. For you, my children, whom I love so, so much, are a tool and a weapon in my hands. I am a merciful God. I am long-suffering. However, when I, the Lord God, from my throne say enough, it means enough, and an end shall be made of them. Believe in me, trust in me, and know, my children, I am a rewarder of those who diligently seek me. You are more than conquerors through Christ Jesus, and in this hour, conquer you shall, for the same power that raised Christ from the dead dwells in you. In the name of Yeshua Jesus, who died and rose again, amen and amen. End quote. The Word of God through Amanda Grace is much more extensive than what I'm able to share with you today, so be sure to go to the show notes and click the link to read the entire post. And lastly, I want to share portions of Johnny Inlow's October 29th word from the Lord titled, God says, here is what I'm about to do. Quote, here is what I'm about to do, says the Lord. I am coming in as Haggai saw me in Haggai 2. I'm going to shake everything that can be shaken, and it will be for the good. The silver and the gold are mine, and I am the desire of the nations, and you are going to understand this better in the coming days. I have allowed many unacceptable things for a very long time, but now it all changes. I'm coming in as the rescuer of the nations, and I will do just that. I will rescue the nations, not because they have earned it, but for my own namesake. I will judge the evil that has ruled among the nations, not because they have been so righteous, but because they have been so wicked. Everything changes now. I will shake every cage that houses even demonic experiments, and I will unleash the hosts of heaven to bring order where no order seems possible. I am freeing up my angels to take matters into their own hands. I am allowing them to move at their own discretion on matters they have been privy to for a very long time. You think you are impatient with the delay of my justice? Well, my mighty angels are much more so. They have seen for decades and even centuries what you have just discovered in the last year or two. They are ready to execute my vengeance on unrepentant, intentional wickedness. They are ready to decimate it and those that are completely given over to what is evil. I am going to step aside and allow them to exercise their own judgment as I trust them and they know me. A sword will be coming down and swinging closer to the earth. Pulpit corruption is going to get that sword as well, as the faithless state of much of my church is greatly connected to the shepherds. Many of the shepherds have disappointed me greatly in this season. Even the worse, most of them don't care that I am disappointed with them, and in truth, don't even believe in me. They are hirelings and cowards, and I will now allow those traits to be judged as severely as immorality. I have never had an operation where I have had so many of my sons and daughters working with me. Thousands upon thousands around the globe have said yes to me and have risked all, and for the love of God, family, and country, have given their best. Some of my best soldiers on the earth wear soldier uniforms of their nations and are doing my work with me. Many have been secretly at work for a very long time. They are about to experience the greatest reward imaginable seeing long-sought justice come to the world visibly. Contend for what is right. Stand up for what is right. Be courageous for what is right. Always carry my love at your core, and you will discern complicated matters correctly. 
This maturing in discernment and in love is important for this new era I am ushering you into. You will rebuild families, cities, and nations, and it's all going to start with you. I will pour out an unprecedented measure of my spirit on you. I will reign and reign and reign my glory upon you and your families. I will change so many hopeless situations that it will be considered the new norm. Everything impossible becoming likely will be the new norm. Faith will be rewarded as never before. My children, we have a lot to do. The enemy has shown some horrible previews, but my show is about to start. Get ready, because ready or not, here it comes. End quote. Notice once again, God is warning leaders in the church, as well as those who are willingly participating with evil. These are highly urgent days for everyone to get right before the Lord. I have shared with you what God has promised for these very days and the importance of our being in God's will, obedient and engaged in the plan to expedite it. The third point of this podcast is for us to make certain we are fully in position to experience God's provisions, protection, and become empowered. The exercise I asked you to do earlier is intended to help you with this third point. I asked you to humbly and intentionally listen to this podcast, courageously listen to any direction or correction the Lord has for you, and to write out your response to God, documenting what you will do in response to all you've heard, and make certain you are in position of obedience, which God rewards. Let Hebrews 11.6 be a verse you commit to heart. Next week, I'll continue to bring us encouragement and direction from the Lord as we continue to uncover the lies and deception and the evil and destruction that have come against us. We need to learn from the Lord how He wants us to respond so we can experience His protection and benefits. God has already been working in our midst, but I sense we are soon to see an explosive demonstration of God that will further expose and destroy the works of the enemy. Let's get in line now so we're ready to go when God says, go. In these times of economic uncertainty, it's more important than ever to have a plan to protect and increase your wealth. Ed Torres is a team member with the Financial Advisory Practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, who can help you with your future financial goals. Ask Ed Torres about the exclusive Confident Retirement Approach to see if you're prepared for your financial future. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, understands your goals and they provide personalized advice to help you reach them. Call Ed Torres at 949-250-3210. Office is located at 2600 Michelson Drive, Suite 1460, Irvine, California, 92612. The confident retirement approach is not a guarantee of future financial results. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, member FINRA and SIPC. You don't have to be in California to consider working with Ed. They're licensed in many states, so I'll have a link to his website in the show notes, and I encourage you to contact him for a free consultation. And keep in mind, I recommend Ed because of the personal experience my husband and I have had with him as our financial advisor. If you've liked what you've heard from me today, I ask you to show your support in whatever way you can. I offer my books and other products from my web store, which you can get through faithtoliveby.com. Be sure to use the promo code TRUTH and receive a 20% discount on up to two items. And if you haven't already, make a point of getting my Make America Godly Again bumper stickers. It's a great way to display your faith and encourage others. Also, consider becoming a subscriber to my bi-monthly e-newsletter, which will make you a preferred member and you'll receive special announcements and offers not available to others. 
And with so much going on, let's also connect on Facebook at Faith to Live by TV, on Twitter at PL Christian, and on LinkedIn at Pamela Christian. Be sure to take advantage of the free resources and bonus items listed on the Charisma Podcast Network and on my website, faithtoliveby.com. On that landing page, there is a link and more information about my sponsors and partners. And again, if you've been blessed by my ministry, purchasing the goods and services I bring is how you can show your support, which would be greatly appreciated. And depending upon where you listen to my podcast, if you've enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on iTunes, Spotify, Google, or wherever these features are available. Your review helps the show reach more people and spread the gospel and helps people learn how to best apply their Christian faith. I hope you'll join me next week and tell your friends and family to listen right here on Faith to Live By, where we learn how to gain spiritual victory over life's issues. Until next week. I'm Pam Christian, asking you to remember Christ died for us. The least we can do is live for Him.